What is up, Grapple Talkians? It is Nick hey. and Jesse watches Let's Watch Independent Wrestling today. Boy, that seems like a mouthful. Hey, this is uh, <laughs> Nick and Jesse doing Let's Watch. Let's Watch. Let's Watch. W- watch. Let's Watch things. Yeah, this is uh, Let's Watch Indie Wrestling. Yeah, Let's Watch Indie mm-hmm. Wrestling right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. I have, as of this recording, yet to post episode number two as an actual podcast, <laughs> so I, I apologize. Well, but you've been pretty busy. I mean, we had New Year's in the middle of the week. Yeah, and I would just, I don't know maybe maybe people enjoy just listening to us talk about things that they can actually watch along with, but I don't I don't know I would assume they would like to watch this somewhat uh, PC of me right here right PC per- politically correct politically correct interesting and or unique mm-hmm. wrestling content that's yeah, a nice way to say it. Uh, you know we have gone through the archives to bring yep. you the very best of independent pro wrestling right here on the Grapple Talk Networks. And uh, I, I think we hit a gold mine tonight. Yeah. So basically, what uh, what we do is we have we, we sit down, we watch some very very old old school <laughs> independent wrestling from like ten years ago or maybe even like five years ago. Yeah. And uh, we have a list of like fifteen shows that we have lined up. So the first show was uh, the first time that Belt to Belt Productions ever recorded anything. Yes. So the uh, New Age Wrestling Show at Howie's back in March of '08. Oh, that so was a that shit was, show. Oh God, it was god awful. The second show we did Butterfest, um, which was interesting. And today we are going to be watching. I don't even know Championship Pro Wrestling. I think is what it was dubbed. But basically, <sighs> for those of you who know Superstar Steve Stardom, I don't know who doesn't know Superstar Steve Stardom. Everyone at this knows point. him. But his dad. Actually, well, maybe maybe we should just start playing it, and then we'll uh, maybe we'll <laughs> well it, it, the show's in the backyard, folks, and there's maybe like twenty people there. Um, but all your Generous favorites, twenty people, all your favorites are there. Um, uh, and some of your bounty hunter. Favorites. Uh, who else? Who are some of my other favorites? Uh, Morpheus. Morpheus. Um, That's a name from the past. AC Riley MMA style, which is Ugh. one of my favorite versions of AC Riley. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a really else? good version. Actually. Live Wire's there. Uh, Steve Stardom is there. Yep. Sexy KC is there. Sexy KC is there. Butchie Davis. Butchie is Davis. There. There's a, so we're so this uh, show had like eight matches on it or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. And we've broken it down into what we consider to be the three best to talk over i guess the, so the three key matches really of the, the show. key the key matches so yes. sit back relax we got about 52 minutes of content and mm-hmm. uh enjoy this championship pro wrestling which is in the back of steve stardom's home mm-hmm. i am going to last time that i put these together i didn't yep. actually give myself a countdown well, you and it was hard up. as fuck so to like to like match to them the up countdown? yeah sure give me a countdown all right so countdown from five or ten we want to do 10-second countdown? No, we'll do five, okay? <laughs> All right. So Wait, am I pressing it on one or am I pressing it after you say one? No, go three. No, go five, you, four, you three, two, one. You want me to go, like, five, four, three, two, one, plus press play? No, you can't. No, or just, just like go. three, two, one, go. Go. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one, go. All righty, here we go. So we got what is, that's Hoffmeister and Morpheus coming out to the ring. Morpheus, I think, is like a um, – is a uh, – I'm not sure what he's just a guy. He's a guy wearing white pants. Well, he's a guy wearing white pants, but he also has a rapper gimmick. I yeah. believe he's got a sound. I think he's like. Page. A, I think he's an a- amateur rapper slash DJ guy. Yeah. Um, and I think he's also somehow related to Steve Stardom or Dewey Wolf or something. I don't All right, remember. Who is this guy? Oh my God! He, he is I have no idea who the hell that guy is. <laughs> I'm trying to wait for the commentary to tell me who he is, but uh, 
I think that's probably somebody's brother that had a few too many drinks and decided to jump in the ring. Now, actually, he looks like uh, Big Earn from the Kingpin. He looks like he could make a sick burger. He looks like he is just a grill master. All right, well, this is interesting here. It's Jack Spade leading out MMA fighter AC Riley at yeah, this point. This is a gimmick that Riley wanted to do. One of his uh, heroes was Kurt Angle, and this was kind of his take of. Maybe not being very good at wrestling, but at least you can try to fool people into thinking you're good at MMA. Here comes this bounty hunter. I think at this point in time, it's Archer Sterling, right? Is it Archer Sterling now? I believe so, I think, yes. oh yeah, by the attire, I assumed it wasn't bounty hunter anymore, but it okay, might have been so Archer Okay, so here's the crazy thing about the AC Riley MMA gimmick. That is totally Brock Lesnar. Like, look at that. I mean, that's the Jimmy John's it's, body. It's Brock Lesnar before yeah. Brock Lesnar, though. I mean, yeah. Riley I mean, has a claim to being that before. Who's this guy? Jason Sterling definitely has Jason Sterling is the name. I don't know who this guy is. This is like <laughs> Leatherface's retarded uncle. And I know that's not PC for us to say, but you can't if, say that. But if you guys, do, I have to bleep that out because you said that. If you guys have ever seen that? the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, there's only a few words you can actually use for that whole family: inbred and retarded. Okay, cool. can we? Can you stop? Can you? Oh, here comes Richard Weaver, and uh, is that Richard right there, Don? Uh, it's one of the Weavers. <laughs> Uh, Mountain Man Mike is here. Uh, well, Davis there's another here. Weaver right there. Who is it? Uh, is that David Weaver? <laughs> I can tell by the bald spot that might be David. Or is that Wait, Richard? can you? Can you? Who is that now? I don't know. That's another. Can you Weaver. explain to me what? Like, what was the point of this? Like, how did? Was this just like one of those weird things where it's like I'm having a birthday party? By the way, I'd also like wrestling here. Well, I'm pretty sure this is for. Pa-Stardom. I'm pretty sure it's Pa-Stardom's birthday. He is actually a 99 years old at the current taping of this. So this was back in 2012. This is actually August of 2012. Uh, this is actually one of the hottest days of the year, by the way. Um, it was on a Saturday. It wasn't a Saturday. It was a Saturday. We had a Friday night show at the Black Horse for Seven Rivers Wrestling the night before, which um, is actually kind of re really remembered as one of the last Seven Rivers Wrestling shows in the original incarnation of Seven Rivers Wrestling. It was the show where, you know... Was you that the one when Prodigy almost got paralyzed? Yeah, it's the one where... You, you, didn't you get pile-driven that night, too? Yes. Yeah. No, no, that was a different show. Because I was on commentary when Prodigy almost died. So... All right. Uh, but w one question I have. Why is Ryan Brown walking around getting camera shots and then none of the shots are of Ryan Brown's camera? Okay, well, I can tell you this much. Uh, so this is a very rough edit. We didn't get paid for this show at all. Oh, so, I'm so surprised. This yeah, is my surprise face. I am. Yeah, you're totally shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked. <laughs> um, I think what we got paid in was maybe bottles of water. Why did you one. do this show? Like what? Like they were like, "Hey man, like do you want to shoot?" I'm just I, the only reason I'm kind of confused. I think there was promises of free food and free uh, beverages. But the well, the reason I'm kind of confused is that this is a show in somebody's backyard. There's like maybe ten or fifteen people there. And they wanted to book a camera crew with commentary. Like it just—it's weird to me. It seems like it's like why wouldn't you just? Oh, there goes uh, Lasher. Logan Lasher. Yeah, he's out. Whoa! There goes Jason Sterling as well. Oh my God. So did did one of the Weavers used to be a, a wrestler? Because he's wearing no. either tights or very very tight pants. I think he's wearing very tight pants. Oh okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. Some of these guys, I'm not really too sure if they've ever been trained. Uh, like Leatherface's uncle, I'm not too sure about him. What about Guy Fieri over there with those that burning shirt? Yeah, Big Earn, he's eliminated. Well, here's Mountman Mike. Some of you remember Mountman Mike from our second episode. He was the convict there. This is when he had suspenders on, so we didn't have to worry about seeing his ass crack the entire time. Which is actually a uh, upgrade. But uh, 
as D-Rock mentioned, Mount Man Mike getting a... Oh, there, oh, oh, oh! There goes Butchie Davis to the outside. I'm just... Are, are the Weavers related to the Stardom family, or...? Sure, let's let's weave a tale that they are. It's kayfabe, right? I'm not really too sure if there's any type of stakes in this battle royal, or is it just a way of, uh, hey, let's kind of get everyone introduced to this backyard I, here in Oliva. So this was actually the first match at, at the, uh, the back... Oh, there's another... Oh, simultaneous eliminations. Look at that. Who the fuck is that ref? I don't know, but he's got a nice pair of athletic shorts on. So we got two guys that I'm not sure have any sort of formal training in wrestling in the ring for the finale of this battle royale. What was he doing? He was doing like the Roman Reigns these guys, these guys, These guys are ahead of their time, Jesse. That's what's going on here. Oh, man, he pantsed him and kicked him in the patootie. Wow. I don't know, man. Aren't you? Aren't you just Jackson Pierce? I guess apparently his name is Jackson Pierce. Aren't you just watching this, doing commentary with Chris Hansen, saying, "What am I doing with my life?" Isn't that what's? Um, at this point in time, I was actually pretty happy with my life. I was dating a young gal who, uh, who was, uh, she was pretty cool. Was it the sorority gal or was no, it somebody no, else? No, no, no. It was a tattoo artist. Oh, that one. Yeah. Did you get a free tattoo out of that? No, I did not. Actually. Really? Uh, it was actually one of my fears. We had conversations in bed, and like. Hey, baby. Uh, that didn't gonna, happen. Are you going to tattoo None me in my sleep? And she's like, no. That never happened. I never got a tattoo. If you could get one tattoo, where would you get it and what would it be of? All right, so I always kind of joked that if I ever got a tattoo, it would be Chewbacca on my forearm. Why? Standing like this. And when I move my forearm, it looks like he's... God damn it. Yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, come on. I thought you were going to give me something cool like, you know, this is what I wanted. I would want some type of symbol for my family. and I don't know. I thought you'd be something cool. What about you? What about you? What kind of tattoo would you get would you get a symbol of your family no i wouldn't i get a i get a tattoo of my own face on my face you get a tattoo of your face on your face yeah oh look at this that guy went out oh way to go uh, slaughterhouse that's what we were calling him is that what you called him slaughterhouse uh, apparently yeah so jackson pierce got the win here or was that was his name was i guess his name was jackson pierce congratulations jackson pierce <laughs> you won this really this really catapulted his wrestling career yeah where is he now um <laughs> I'm not too sure. I think he's in NXT. I think he's one of the oh, developmental yeah, yeah, yeah. talents. You know what his name in NXT is? What? Pierce Jackson. Oh, is that right? You know, really? Totally. Spelled different, though. Yeah, I think he got his ass whooped by Chris Hero a couple weeks ago, maybe, or something like that. I don't possibly, know. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, look at the, the roaring fans. So, so Ryan Brown's just walking around right now without a... Oh, hey, look. There's Pa Stardom. Wow. He's looking young. 106 years old right there. I love Postardom, actually. Postardom's one of the nicest people you would ever yeah, he's meet. great. And thank you for that transition. That was pretty smooth. Yeah, I put those transitions in there for you. Oh, here we go. It's Precious Metals time. All right, so there's actually a pretty fun backstory to this. Do you kind of know some of the little backstory of this? No, do you? All right, so apparently on the ride up. Look at that mohawk, uh, by the way. It looks like he could pierce the sky with that. Well, you probably did pierce the sky with that. Um, it was one of those things where the, the Ross family was driving up to the show, and they're, you know, they, they like to kill time. Um, I believe uh, Jason Allen was there that day, Jason Masters, Nick Ross, and Jack Prodigy. Spade. Prodigy as well, and Jack Spade. And they're driving up, and they're like, you know what? That A.C. Riley fellow, he's really kind of plain. How, how can we spice him up? It's kind of like, oh, okay, we got this. We can figure this out. Given him an amazing backstory. And uh, the Precious Metals, though, was a, I believe it was a gimmick that came, that uh, the hotshot Scott Williams came up with oh, years okay. ago because he's just like, he's, he's just a big-ass nerd. He's a giant fucking nerd, and 
there is a group of metals on a periodic table known as the precious metals. Nice. So, you know, so like the bronze and silver and stuff yeah. like that. And it is such ripe wrestle crap. Look at that Hitman shirt. My God. So, I mean, there's, a, there's actually a decent amount of people, at, you know, camped out watching These are this all show. Steve Stardom's children. They are all Steve Stardom's children. That makes sense. Yep. Um, but, you know, AC Rally at this point, I don't know that he'd ever work heel. Maybe he had. I don't remember. Um, but this is like his, I remember talking to him when he was first mm -hmm. jumping into this gimmick because he wanted to try to have some type of character or do something that, different. I, and, uh, oh my so, fucking God, that's Morpheus. Yeah, Morpheus is now a referee. Jesus fuck. And we're going to get to the promo here. We might try to, we'll, we'll probably boost the audio of the actual show so you guys can hear it. This is one of the most, I mean, this started like a Facebook revolution of posting of AC Riley backstories. Do you remember that? I remember that. Jumping into that? That farmer stand too. It's good stuff. Well, at this point, I mean, we were talking about cutting the music, but they started playing uh, Bobby and Mike. Well, yeah, because these guys were about to take on. What, what do they call themselves? County Fair? Is that what County Fair is? Jack Spade is going to talk. He finally got the music to cooperate with him. God, the audio. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think we got off on the wrong foot. A lot. A lot of the wrong foot. We're all here for a good cause. We're all here for a good cause. And we've heard a lot of theories tonight about why muscular dystrophy exists. <laughs> all right? Some people think it's medical. I don't. I think it's something that happens to children who have parents that don't have constitution. Constitution. That's not constitution you have. That's constipation. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of people so what I did, yep. You people might not know this, but I am the most decorated champion in all of Wisconsin. That is that, true, he is. At that point in time, he was. Yeah. He does hold six. Nice. And I am the leader of the greatest stable and the best mouthpiece here. <laughs> so what I did <laughs> is I went out for the brother man who has parents with the best constitution of anybody. That's because they're His gay. Brother, what? Is, <laughs> Philadelphia, who was a is that where he met his husband? He met his husband from boxing? Part of a twist, his father was also deaf. His mother was nothing. She was Hillary Swank until Clint Eastwood found her and turned her into a championship boxer who was also deaf. Are you guys just laughing on commentary right now? Yeah. You tell them what I told you to tell them. If you have kids with muscular dystrophy, you disrespect America. <laughs> and if you disrespect America, you can get out. You can just get out. My God, he's ahead of his time. I think when you guys posted this, like when you posted it as its own promo, you didn't include the commentary, so I didn't know you guys were cracking here. No, we were dying. And I didn't know that Chris was a homophobe. Chris is one of the biggest homophobes on the planet. What is he talking about? Speak of the man. Well, so here comes uh, Sexy KC now. Um, you know, Sexy KC at one point in time was probably – one of the best heels in the state of Wisconsin. Yes, he also liked to talk about abortion during his promos, eating children, 
and obviously was very homophobic. Yeah, he uh, he found the uh, the heat that apparently is very popular in the, the year 2018 <laughs> and 2019. With oh the my Trump God! Yeah, he would probably get. Yeah, he would get. I'm surprised he's not working for the Trump administration at this point in time. You know, sexy KC. I mean, a lot of people have. I don't know what the right word is, opinions on Chris. I mean, we're in fantasy football leagues with Chris. I personally enjoy the guy's company quite a bit. I remember when I was first, uh, I came to SWE, and, um, you know, I started working in Sarvan RW with Sexy KC because he kind of took me under his wing as this, like, nerdy side, you know, whatever. But that was kind of when I started building a character in wrestling, and I remember I would give Chris Hansen calls and talk to him about certain things sometimes, and that was, like, the first time that I had that kind of experience that a lot of new guys have in the business, somebody to go to to talk about things with. Um, So I really appreciated that. And, yeah, he, you know, maybe lost a booking or two for AC Riley because he talked about, you know, parents killing their children or something i can't remember what it was but you know i mean it's impossible to deny yeah, that, that the point, guy at that point in time i don't think ac riley was ready to book probably not you know? but it's impossible to deny that this guy knew how to get fucking heat like oh, seriously he could get heat quicker than the sun and he'll he'd be the first to tell you that he never thought he was the best wrestler by any means no, i mean no, no. yeah the fabled story and we talked about this in the last episode with uh Sexy KC and Butchie Davis basically not touching each other one time until a quick roll-up in SWE, and it was like the most overmatch. I actually have a great affection for Sexy KC. He's a man after my own heart. He will do anything. At this point in time, Vic Ross is on commentary with me. Uh, a very professional Vic Ross. We actually had a lot of fun on this show. Um, there's a really good sidebar at one point in time. There was this kid who was mean-mugging us for the longest time. And he ended up tripping over a cord. Oh. And Vic Ross laughed his ass off. Oh, really? He's like, G.I., uh-oh, <laughs> at one point. Uh, oh, there's Pop Stardom again? Okay. Oh, there's Ma Stardom, too. Man, look at this set. Oh, it's a good stuff right there. I mean, yeah, this, is, this is WrestleMania quality I mean, right it's here. waterproof, so if it rained, it'd keep part of the... Look at those saw yeah, horses for... <laughs> so people know actually where the uh, entrance is. It's great. I mean, I, I appreciate that. I also think the siding on the house looks great. It looks like it's very well maintained. Oh, well, yeah, definitely at this point in time, yes. So now we're, I think we're waiting on uh, Butchie Davis. So these guys are, by the way, this is Sexy Casey versus Butchie Davis, and they have a street fight. Oh. Or, or a yard fight. or a, a, it's, I don't it's know what they It's basically a yard fight. It's, yeah. it's actually pretty good. It's pretty fun. Oh, got, and, uh, more Sexy from. Casey. Oh, is this when they were feuding with Misfit or something? I believe so, yeah. It was uh, the summer of 2012. So, um, Sexy Casey at this point in time actually thought all of his opponents were Misfit Manners. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that gimmick. Oh, man, that was such a... Uh, I hope we get a chance to do actually that whole angle at one point in time because at one point it was a very hot angle here in western Wisconsin because it blurred the lines between reality and fiction. And at the same time, it actually got booked at BCW for the blow-off match. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, Are you serious? Did. Yeah, I did. How did that? How did that all work out? I ah, fuck if I know. More than likely, uh, Winchester ended up seeing it, and he's like, "Oh shit, we should book this for over here." Really? So and that's then, where they had their their fun finale. Was yeah, that? yeah. Basically, because like Seven Rivers Wrestling kind of folded after the show before this one. Actually. I did not know that. So yeah. Were you at BCW for that match? Was that before you started filming BCW? Um, that was before. Actually. Okay. Yeah. I wonder how that was received. You know, that's a good question. We're going to have to call up Chris about that one. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I remember, actually, there was a point, as 
as Sexy KC keeps cutting his promo here, there was a point where even the guys in the back were like, do Misfit and Sexy KC actually dislike each other? Because it got to the point where it seemed like they actually did. Which actually, was cool. I think they did. Yeah, I think <laughs> they had That's, yeah, that's the worst part because, yeah. like, at some point in time, uh, they both kind of worked each other into a shoot when it didn't need to be a shoot. Yeah. You know? Because I remember, actually, I showed a few people, like, the promo they caught in, um, God, Cat, was it? Cashton? Cashton. Was that the one where I got RKO'd, like, six times? Yes. Like, yeah. that whole angle, and they're like, holy shit. Like, it seemed like they actually hated each other. Yeah, it came off real, which, hate to say it, for that time with Seven Rivers Wrestling, that was probably the most real angle. Oh, absolutely. Because it really kind of blurred the line, and it was around that time, too, I mean, what the summer before that was the summer of punk. Yep. So blurring the lines for pro wrestling became like a really good, good hot topic for a lot of people. And wow, referee for this one is Dewey Wolf, and apparently right now he. Uh, no, no, it looks like Butchie Davis. Oh wait, oh so was here. was the booked match Sexy KC versus Misfit or possibly? Yeah. Wow, Todd looks like great. He looks like he lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Right now he's in really good shape here. Well, because he just got done wrestling in a tag match, actually, literally right before this, in that press after the Precious Metals promo. Yeah, remember this is like it's got to be 110 out at this point in time too. So you're saying maybe he he lost like 20 pounds in the previous match and. Well, yeah, I mean this is sweltering sweat box known as Oliva. But Todd and Chris had like a storied history in themselves. Basically. The, the whole gimmick between those two was the most hated guy and the most loved guy. So they would constantly have singles matches all over the place all the time. And that's probably one of the reasons why they decided to have a yard fight at the uh, Stardom Compound. Man, you make it sound like a cult. Stardom Compound. God, look at this. Look at this thing, man. Oh, man. Where, where, where was this, by the way? Is it like some backwoods? Like, no, is it, or is is it right a, off the... This is a this small town right there. Um, before Eau Claire. I believe it's Oliva. There's a subway in this town. We ate is that it really? subway. Yeah. Is it a good subway? It was a subway. Uh, Vic Ross wearing his Batman right shirt there. and me wearing probably the worst polo I've ever bought. Oh, you guys were sitting on a trailer? Yeah, we were oh sitting on God, a fucking man. trailer bed. I'm pretty sure that's the trailer bed. They actually brought the ring yep, in with. That's, I'm pretty sure that's true, too. Yep. Of course, Vic Ross is drinking like a maniac in this show. I actually did not have a drop of liquor. Really? I probably should have. Were you more like Mountain Dew and? I know. I think it was like water, because it was so fucking hot. This is absurd. Sexy Casey did not sign up for this. Man, there's a lot of really good possible. Yeah, you know, just uh, Steve Stardom stories. You yep. got a few of them, don't you, Nick? Yeah, I got, uh, I got. Well, one of the most, the best ones that I thought, and if I can, <laughs> if I can remember exactly what I, I, I remember. What the fuck is wrong with that kid? Steve Stardom, one of the last shows that he did for RCCW at the American Legion. Mm -hmm. We were downstairs, and I, I will, I will say this: Steve, to me, always had a really good mind for the business, and he was very good technically in the ring. But you can tell over the years, I don't know what's been going on, but it just seemed like he was losing sight of control of his own mind i don't i don't know what the, the polite I, I way to say it is like the, that that might be the nicest way of saying it yeah but he just seemed to be you know a little bit just different and uh yeah, that kid's got like four teeth and you know so we were at rccw and we were in the basement there and i you know i always feel very you know um 
I feel like I need to go and talk to Steve because he was one of the guys that I, you know, I saw the very first day that I got involved in independent wrestling. So I'm like, hey, Steve, how's it going? And he's like, oh, it's going good, brother. Uh, you know, uh, everything's going great. And then, you know, I think I, I think we were talking about the, the I asked him about, this is when he had the, like the UIWA heavyweight title. Is that what it was called, UIWA? I think so, yeah. And then all of a sudden he started talking about like going to China and finding women in China. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell is he talking about? This doesn't, this conversation doesn't make any sense. And then oh, I eventually man. just started walking away and he just kept talking. And it was like this wild, weird, like, why is, he's, he's still talking. And I'm like 30 feet away now. It was, it was the most weird thing ever. And that's when I kind of noticed that Steve just seemed to be, a little bit, uh, I don't know. Maybe he'd been in the business a taking a few too many chair shots to the head. I don't know. You know, Steve Stardom is a world-class pervert. He makes, oh, my God. He makes Larry Flint look pious. I just, you know, the story that I remember AC Riley telling me is that when Buck Zumhoff booked a show at the arena here in Lacrosse. Oh, God, I remember ring, that. Yeah, yeah. He, he said that after the show was over, Steve said that he was going to start training one of the gals that was watching at the at the show. And he remembers looking over, and he remembers her just, like, riding on top of him, like, in the middle of the ring at this bar. And he was yeah. like, what the fuck? Which I think is hilarious. I think that's a great story. Well, that's pretty much any rock and roll show, you know? Like, yeah, look at it. All right, so Buck Zumoff in jail for sexually assaulting one of his family members. Uh, the arena is no longer the arena. It's not there anymore. Oh, but Oh, jeez. Um... Yeah, but Steve always had this this bad habit, and I know that it's kind of old school. But he had this bad habit. Oh, first off, he has this bad habit about always cutting oh, promos. Yeah, he cuts a promo at the beginning of a match. He cuts a promo at the end of a match, always. And you know, when I was trying to train, um, he was cutting promos while doing. That. He was doing that. Derek and Shay have a ring. Had a ring set up in I think Shay's backyard or something for like when when they were still doing Seven or W. Um, so like, you know, if I had off work on a Sunday, uh, I could go over there and bump around a little bit and Steve just got out of jail or something and he <laughs> was, sense, and yeah. he was there and they're like, Hey man, yeah, you can train with Steve a little bit. And like, okay. I was like, Oh cool. Yeah. Whatever. So then Steve's like, Hey brother, you ever taken a clothesline before? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I've been training for a couple years at this point on and off. So yeah, I've been whatever. Well, let's uh, practice some clotheslines, Jesse. He fucking clotheslined me for like 45 minutes and he still like, I remember he had bruises on his arm because he was clotheslining me so hard. Jesus. And I remember thinking, this does not seem like training. I'm just, I'm getting, I'm getting clotheslined to death by a dude that just got out of jail. For what reason, I, to this day, don't know. And he had that Pat and Steve stardom foam coming out of his oh, mouth God. when he was doing it. Yeah. Uh, I just need to clothesline somebody, brother. Man, Steve was such a weird guy. Um, God, it was uh, about a year later. It was uh, the infamous... Um, Caledonia show. It's the day before. So, uh, oh, God, it was uh, Sex to Casey and me. We met up with Superstar Steve Stardom at the Old Country Buffet here in Lacrosse, which, you know, of course, that would make like the most Steve Stardom story of all time because, like, the dude is just fucking whacked out of his head. <laughs> oh, jeez, that was kind of funny. Um, he just hit him with a flip flop. So, anyhow, we're sitting there. Me and Chris are eating. We're listening to Steve Stardom stories, and they're just not making you fucking. That's, that's yeah. It's just like, what? And they're they're always laced with, uh, you know, God, man. Oh, she had the creamiest fucking pussy. I was just out on that. And me and Chris are trying to eat, like, macaroni and cheese, and we just stop at this point in time. And we're just like, man, we can't do this. So... So me and Chris actually start talking amongst ourselves, right, about different things. Next thing you know, Steve is like, 
He starts literally sleeping in the fucking booth at the old country buffet. And me and Chris just look at each other. We're like, that's weird, man. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, that whole Caledonia show, like that whole day ended up being oh just absolutely fucking crazy. So they're just basically walking around hitting each other with whatever they can find at this point. Yeah, is, pretty, is that right? pretty sure this is uh, Backyard 101. Oh, oh geez, he just yeah. cleaned his clock with yeah, a uh, yeah. foam belt. Yeah, he really did. That might be it. How the hell did he kick out? I don't know how he kicked out of that. I don't... That's some crazy stuff there. Um, but no, yeah, the Steve is just the. I told this in the first episode, but that was the first guy that I had ever met. And for the longest time, I was like, "This is the dude. This dude. This is the guy that's oh literally the level before. Like this dude should be in the WWE, right? Like that's what I thought because I was so fucking stupid. Yeah. Now and, he's uh, probably. Uh, He's probably a hop, he still skip wrestle and, still? You know, probably, yeah. He's probably a hop, skip, and a jump away from actually being in, the, in a state ward somewhere. I don't know what's going on with that dude, but, yeah, he just seems to be a lot. Just, I don't know. Oh, he's got a fucking hammer now. Holy shit. He's going to murder him. Um, wow, okay. Oh, my God. What the hell, dude? I don't know, man. That what's wrong with you guys? Hey, this is 2012, man. Did you this never think this was going to see the light of day, or this what? This is a different time and place. He is just working him over. Oh, my god! You know, Ryan Brown's actually doing a pretty good job here of uh, getting the action. He hit him with a hammer and a lawn chair a couple of times. Apparently, this was a Sunday. I thought this was a Saturday for some apparent reason. I can't remember the reason that I couldn't go to the show with you guys. I think I might have worked overnight or something. I can't remember what Were it was. Were you working at uh, Buster's at the time? Like yeah, Sunday but I, morning or something like that? Oh, yeah. You know what? I think I was working. I was cooking in the kitchen or something like that, so I couldn't make the trip if it was an, a longer trip or if the, the shows were early in the day. Yeah. But... God, look Man, at I always wish I, I I went to one Paw Stardom show and I remember that we were stationed right next to the dumpster and it just <laughs> smelled like ass the whole time. It was awful. Oh shit! Speaking of ass, I think I know who. Um, oh god, that motherfucker was wearing the Guy Ferrari shirt. Who is it? He used to wrestle over in Minnesota. He was the biggest fucking dickbag. He was just a fucking dickbag. I can't remember his name, but I just remember him being a fucking dickbag. Ian Xavier? No, no, no. He's a fucking different dickbag. <laughs> But this guy, like, he was, God, he was just an annoying pissant. I think he was actually one of the bookers for, like, a promotion over in Minnesota. He was really terrible, too. I can't really? remember his name. Yeah. Oh, my God. He just took that right in the taint. I can't he remember his name. He just hammered him in his taint. He just hammered his taint. That is just not good. That is just not good, he says. Give me that belt. This reminds me of, oh, like, someone else's ex Ex-wife. That's interesting. Whose ex-wife was it? Oh, that was uh, Bounty Hunter's ex-wife. Oh, God. Yeah. That's good to see that the lead senior of Hell Yeah is here, too. Oof. Plastic medium plastic. <laughs> oh, right there. Is that Bounty Hunter's ex-wife right there? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You know, she used to do uh, photography for Wisconsin Pro Wrestling for the longest time. Did she really? Yeah, she did. I did not know that. Yep. I don't know if she was any good, though. Hmm. So, yeah, basically. <laughs> he always, Jeremy, now. Jeremy, now, he says. 
Uh, but no, Sexy KC, yeah. again, he was uh, the booker, promoter, founder, whatever, of Supreme Wrestling Entertainment. Um, where was that? Was that Hartford? Where was that? Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking brick. Holy shit. What? I I just don't know, man. Yeah, it was um, him and Monica Janzik, actually, at the time they were dating. They were dating, and yeah. And they formed Supreme Wrestling Entertainment. And it was a really good promotion. At, it wow. really was. Wow. wow just, that was wrecked yeah. his knee. Wow. But, uh, oh, yeah, here he goes for the... And I know a lot of people like to shit on it, and uh, you know some that of it was a good promotion though. For it a while, it was really there. good actually. It, it blended a lot of different talent together. It told really good storylines. Um, and to me, I think the thing that just made it made it really work was the fact that it was booking monthly in the same building, which was something that a lot of promotions weren't really necessarily doing at the time. So they were able to build up a fan base. I mean, who could forget the the one fan? Every time he saw Storm, he was like. Storm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I think I, yeah. I still think one of the best times was when uh, Juicy, I think that same guy, because he was the ring announcer, like Juicy Johnny, uh, thought the dude was like trying to hit on his wife or something. So then he like <laughs> called him out during the pre show meeting. <laughs> oh, God. I remember that. Listen here, man. You don't you don't get into someone else's woman's pants. Like in front like of like that. literally oh like God. thirty wrestlers. The fuck out. I it wish was... we recorded that. <laughs> I know it's, it's like man, I wish the cameras were recording, like a behind the scenes look, and we just happened to catch it. I that almost kind of awesome. forgot about that until you brought it up. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Oh shit, who was that? I can't remember that fucker's name. Wasn't it named like Hollywood or something like Chris Hollywood or something like that? Didn't something he call like that. Yeah. But apparently he had a history of doing this, where he just slide into like some ladies' DMs. One of the wrestlers? Well, not really one of the wrestlers. Kind of like one of the wrestlers' girlfriends, if you will. Oh, yeah, sure. So these dudes are just fighting all over. I assume there's no... Oh. <laughs> hey, Jay Classic shirt. Yeah. Actually, it's a Butchie Davis shirt. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of copyright. You know that's uh, Jay Classic right Oh, there, there. He's right there. This is not good. They're making me nervous. Look at you guys. A young Vic Ross. Yep. What the hell are they doing? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we don't know how to react at this point in time. It's I mean it, they're having a match, but it's in the it's in Postarm's backyard. Like yes. that's just it's, it's hard to the place. It's hard to Sunscreen? You just sunscreen him in the face? Yeah, from a. Uh... <laughs> Great job selling your <laughs> your concern. Is the main camera not working anymore either? Uh, or is it still working? I, bl- <laughs> I think at one point they ended up cutting out the power to us. They tripped over like an extension cord or something like that. So we're gonna. No longer have commentary at some point. Don't here. try this at home, he says. Yeah. I think Jackson Pierce is actually just over there, too, the, the Battle Royale winner. Yeah, that's the extension cord right there. I think he's legitimately choking. Yeah, it looks like he's actually choking him there. Yeah. Yeah, of course, that's where the power cuts out. Oh, because they use the extension cord? Yeah. So do we have commentary? Co- yeah, we have commentary for the main. I'm over Look here, at you. I'm you're like, like, what the fuck, man? God, that was a fashion plate in 2012. Holy Did shit. Did you see that tan polo you were wearing? Oh, God. Show it again. Ugly, that's an ugly-ass shirt. They're nice boot-cut jeans. 
Yeah. Where are they going? Did they go in other people's yards? I, they went out in the road, man. That's dangerous. Game on. Man, this is such a nice neighborhood, too. It looks actually pretty decent. Oh, wow. I was going to say, is he going to DDT him on the concrete there? Oh, God. Oh, my oh, God. Not the stunner on the, the asphalt. That could be it. And Thank God. Whew. That might have been one of the most ridiculous things. I mean, it wasn't even that bad, but the fact that it was in a backyard made it bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's your Nobody can even see them. There's, a, there's fucking cars in the way. Yeah, no shit. That's a perfect place for a match finish, actually, you know? It's a good thing that Ryan Brown was uh, the cameraman for this one. Yeah, he filmed the fuck out of this. Oh, my God. Look, this is almost like a Scorsese film. Oh, my God. You know? It's like the end of Mean Street. Dewey Wolf in his Walmart athletic shorts. Yeah. Look at all that cream all over Butch Davis' face. What? Yeah, sunscreen. Oh, yeah, yeah. sunscreen. I don't know, man. It's kind of it's, it's weird. This is I find this very – hopefully there was a hot dog or two waiting for him in the back. One can only hope. Everybody's like, man, what just happened? I didn't see any of that shit. Yeah, no They're all shit. on the other side of the fucking yard. Is he going to get back in the ring now? Well, yeah, possibly to get his hand raised, right? I don't know. It doesn't... I don't know. Oh, that... Yep. Championship Pro Wrestling. That's what it is. I just saw the banner in the back. I they actually was... had a real banner made. Whew. I wonder how much that cost. Too much. And there it is. There's your winner, Bochy Davis. There's your winner. Oh, here comes Sexy KC. He's in the background. He's creeping up. You know, if anyone's got some really shitty backyard wrestling for us to watch, we'd definitely do that as well. Where does this where does this rank on back is this, is this backyard wrestling? Um or is it a is it just a little bit above backyard wrestling? I would say it's kind of like okay, so you know, you got your buddies who have a band, right? But you're not playing at a venue, you're playing in someone's basement. Yeah. It's kind of like this. You know, you're just, this is like a basement What's, what's show. the step bef below that? Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, now your Do Dewey Wolf gets his ass kicked. Yeah, why not? He was probably just creaming his fucking pants right now. Who, Dewey or Sex KC? Dewey, Dewey, Dewey loved this shit. This is what he lived for, man. Oh, oh, oh here comes oh, Mount Man Mike. Yep. Gotta chase off the bad guy. The dastardly bad guy. I can't believe you beat up Dewey Wolf, you prick. I think this is the end of it right here. I think we're coming to a close. I mean, you put this together. I wonder if this is when Dewey had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, here we go. The finish of the show. Here comes Steve Stardom, the main event of the evening, Jesse. Steve Stardom versus Livewire, and this one ends very weirdly, but we will get to that later. Can you at least give us the condition of Steve Stardom coming into this contest? All right, so the night before... Steve Stardom suffered a concussion in a match, I believe. Who was that against? Jake Classic, I believe. It was. Probably, yeah. Um, he ended up taking like a reverse DDT. He just didn't land right. Um, from that point in time, Steve Stardom was on autopilot and included one of the um, one of the scariest beatdowns I've ever seen in um, in any form of indie wrestling. Because Steve's just not all there. And Steve liked well, to use this Steve butterfly Steve pile driver. It looked pretty good sometimes, actually. It was a good, it's a good finish, but well, the guy he ended up doing it to was uh, James Allen, you know, yeah. Prodigy. Uh, Prodigy had an issue with neck injuries. He had a broken neck, not too long before this, and it was like he was just finally getting back into wrestling and stuff like that. I think Steve didn't know, but he might have known. Look at those hog cans! Wow. 
Um, but it was one of those things where he grabbed Prodigy and he spiked him right in his head. Right on his head. And he was left basically motionless for like, it was, it, mu it felt like 10 minutes. Like yeah. It felt like forever. Um, and they had to like abruptly end the show and everybody had to leave. And it was just like super weird, super awkward. But anyway, so he comes into this. Did you guys ride with him to the show? No, we did not. Okay. Um, so at this point in time, he's feuding with Livewire. They've had matches all over Seven Rivers Wrestling. Um, they had matches for Elite Pro Wrestling. This was just kind of like one of those. Western Wisconsin independent rivalries that um, probably they went too long in the ring every time, yeah. including this matchup. It's supposed to be a two out of three falls match. Um, we only make it one fall in, I think. They, yeah, only one fall. And you'll see why. <laughs> you'll see why in yeah, a little bit. Um, but they wanted to go an hour. That was kind of like their game plan, even though it was like a fucking 110 out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Steve is dealing with a concussion before this. So he's spending most of the day keeping hydrated. He's drinking a lot of Gatorade, a lot of different fluids. Because um, one of the things you want to do is, like, stay hydrated. These are two guys that have, like, storied fucking mythologies in Wisconsin professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. Livewire, I mean, man, I really wish I remember what it was at 7RW. But he, we'll have to have Derek on sometime to talk about that whole fucking shit fest. Yep. But basically, this guy, do you remember the sh there was a promotion that he was working for, and he was unwilling to drop one of the belts. Was that just pro wrestling? It might have been just pro wrestling. Yeah. He was unwilling to drop the belt, so they had to shoot pin him to make him lose the belt, and they actually filmed it. It's, like, on Facebook somewhere, but uh, and there was, like, a big falling out from that. Like, the guy liked to drink his own Kool-Aid quite a bit, um, and, you know, I think that there was also a couple of times where he was, you know, kind of not paying us what he was supposed to be paying us, and I especially because he was the promoter for Elite Pro Wrestling, and I know he did that with some of the boys, too. Oh, he did um, that with all the boys. It got to the point where the last Elite Pro Wrestling show, I actually worked with those guys. He left early or something like that? He or never was... fucking showed up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember And he had that. guys coming in from Chicago, like a four-and-a-half-hour, five-hour drive, and they're not getting paid. It was just – he really ran a shit fed, you know? But here we go, stardom – Stardom actually wearing one of uh, there was there was a time where Stardom like forgot his trunks or his tights or something. So well, he went, yeah, I don't think he forgot him. I think he probably just shit himself. And I think AC and he's like, hey, does anybody have any tights I can borrow, brother? And he AC Riley gave him those, and then he just proceeded to keep them to the point where AC and I had a discussion once, and I was like, you know what, dude, probably best you don't get those back because you have no idea what's been done in those or around those yeah. or around those. Uh, but. Livewire. I mean, this is the this is. I mean, these two guys are like. Let, let get this. Just picture this. These two guys are in Steve Stardom's dad's backyard. Yep. And they are about to try to wrestle as if they are fucking at the Tokyo Dome right now. Like they are taking this super fucking serious. Oh yeah, definitely. This is their Tokyo Dome. So here's the question, right? So like everybody always says, well, regardless if you're in front of five people or five hundred people, you is that true? If you're in front of five people or 500, you wrestle the same damn way. Is that true? Well, it should be. You should wrestle safe and have fun. Okay. You know? Should you have a two out of three falls match that's an hour long and In 110 degree heat when you're suffering from a concussion? Uh, probably not. Okay. It's good to see Dewey Wolf back out here after taking a fucking beating, you know? Oh, God. But, yeah, you remember that time Stardom fucking, like, just kayfabed us during that interview on Grapple Talk? 
Where he's like, brother, I've been all the way to the place. I wrestled Onita and I do remember and that. stuff like that. Holy shit, what a fucking dickbag. I think we got, like, a message from... Who, who, who messaged us? Somebody messaged us and was like, that dude just lied that entire time. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. It was another one of the... I think it was one of the trainers from Ramos Steve Stardom's brain. You ever have, like, a raw potato, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you're trying to make mashed potatoes out of it? <laughs> yeah, that's his fucking brain. Oh, it's just mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's got a lot of gray matter. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, if you got a concussion, the last thing you want to take is a headbutt. I can tell you that much. So, Steve Stardom, at this point in time, he's got an entourage out here. He's got a, he's got Leather Daddy. He's got a, you know, Dick Bag, Do-Rag, dude. And he's got nice. this uh, this chick. I think he was uh, stooping at the time. Okay. Mama Molly. Mama Molly. I, if you want to call her that, I would call her... Uh, she looks like she drives her kids to soccer practice every Tuesday and Thursday night. No, actually, it looks like she gets someone else to drive her kids to soccer practice really? every Tuesday and Thursday night. Yeah. I don't know about that. looks like she drives her kids to soccer practice every Tuesday and Thursday and smokes cigarettes with the windows rolled up. <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, it's not, not by choice. Her windows just don't work. <laughs> yeah, there you go, yeah. In that rusted-out van. Man, you know, Livewire, he was just such a – it's just like, you know, we all recognize that, you know, this needs to be – I mean, a lot of dudes do this for fun, mm -hmm. and some want to make something of it, and I get the point of taking it serious. And I'm not trying to – and I, I feel bad saying this, but, like, Livewire, like, you can see the guy's not in the best of shape. He's probably pushing 40 at this point, so he's not – I mean, maybe even mid-40s. You know, and it's like this dude – This you would think that this dude is literally fucking – you know, just removed from WWE, or I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. He, just he takes himself so fucking serious that it was hard. It's hard not to want to give the guy shit. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, you know. I knew a lot of people from Toma. You know, Livewire basically makes his home in Toma. And anytime I go back to Toma, and they're like, "Oh, you do the pro wrestling thing?" I'm like, "Yeah." So you know, Livewire. I'm like, "Yeah." And like that point in time, they just go in how this guy is always in character. He's the ultimate power source. Brother. Ultimate power source, brother. When he buys Mountain Dew Livewire, he gets a 50% discount. You know, I think we actually had Livewire in one of our archived podcasts. I think we did. Didn't we interview him once? Yeah, didn't we ask him if he actually named himself after Mountain Dew? I think we actually asked him that. That's, that's another thing, guys. You know, if you're watching this Let's Watch, I mean, we actually have interviews with, like, almost all of the dudes that are in all of these matches. So you could definitely go back to our Podbean account. Uh, just search Grapple Talk Network on Google, and you could actually find some of these historic um, just very educational interviews with all of these dudes, including we did Steve Stardom once. I think we had him in the studio. We had Livewire on once. Um, I don't know that we ever had Todd on, Butchie, before, but we had Sexy KC on once. Um, so a lot of these guys have been on the podcast before. This is so weird. Yeah, you know, I, I got to admire this backyard. I mean, right now, like, that tree line's very nice. It is nice. Look at that creepy-ass shed. What the fuck is going on in I don't know what's going on. Shed. I think there's bodies probably hanging up in there. The thing I, I think the thing I find weird about it is that it's it's a backyard, mm -hmm. but they're having, like, you do you remember when we did Smash's show at his yeah. house and stuff, and we got the awesome food and stuff? Oh, it's it like everybody time. that wrestled, though, like, acknowledged that, hey, we're at a backyard, we're at a family function, like, it's a goofy, fun thing, let's just, you know, joke around, have a good time, you know, make sure that the family's having a good time. Like, it was fun like that. These guys act as if they're, like, wrestling in a bubble. Like, they're not in a backyard. That's why I find it kind of weird. You know what I mean? It's like they have no concept of uh, 
time and place, right? That's what I'm, that's why I find it weird. It's like Mama Molly taking up. So is the is the the, the floor cam not working right now? Actually, no. We Roaming? just never really edited this section together oh, okay. because we didn't need to. You know? Yeah. What was the point of it? Um, the biggest thing was, oh God, you know, we never got paid. Number one, number two, like the the bare edit was done for uh, Vic Ross because Vic Ross really wanted just the commentary of the show. Oh, okay. Because it was one of those shows where he he had probably the most fun he's ever had. Because a lot of it was like, we just didn't give a fuck. Right. I mean, so, I can see why that would. So I the mean, combination yeah. of the the show was like all of us just trying to make the other one just like crack. Yeah. Crack. That that's the whole point. Well, yeah, because there's not there's not really a need to be professional. I mean, you're not going to be selling DVDs of this after the fact. And you don't have promoters to to necessarily. I mean, did did Pa or Steve ever ask for this show? Or <laughs> fuck if I care. You okay. Know? Um, like the biggest thing though at this point in time is uh, we did not know that six and a half years later that we would be doing less watch independent wrestling. Isn't that weird to think yeah. about? Did so? Did you guys get invited to this, or did you just show up and set up shop? Like what? no, actually we got invited. I think Steve walked up to us. He's like, hey brother. I got this thing coming up uh, for for Pa. You know, he would really love it if you guys are there because he loves you guys, stuff like that. You guys want to record the sh- record our show and uh, we'll give you some free food or something like that. And we we're like, oh yeah, sure, that sounds great. And, and we're like, see, and we're like, what the fuck? He's like, you see that girl over there? Man, she has the juiciest, creepiest pussy. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, just grab my hands. Let's grab my hands in that. Smells like a dumpster. So then you went to the show, and then you went up to Pa, and you're like, hey, how's it going, Pa? And he's like, who are you again? No, Pa always remembered us, you know, with his crazy-ass fucking haircut. He had a crazy-ass haircut. He looks like a villain from a Japanese anime. He was always, yeah, he does, actually. But, yeah, he, pa, pa was always a good guy, and I know that he had some health problems, I think, earlier this year or something Ma like that. I think had some health problems as well, yeah, too. Was, you know? But, you know, I think for the most part, they're both still around, and they're both, uh, you that's know. That's good. That's good. I miss seeing them at shows. Yeah, they were always yeah. good people to talk with, and Pa was like a, re- the reason why they did this is Pa was like a fucking wrestling historian like the dude just remembered everything from the old days and uh you know he went to steve to all of his shows and mm-hmm. yeah you talk with pa and he'd be like yeah i remember watching Luthas back in 55 he was my champion you know bachwinkle he's a pussy he was not my champion oh yeah you know this was the day after that seven because the the uh Chad Strong, the what's the piece? The little person is that the politically? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he wrestled fucking Jim at this show or yeah. Prodigy at this show, because they were at the show prior, right? They were at that Black Horse show. Wasn't that that? Was that the same show? Or was that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. They were at the Black Horse. Was that the one where they did uh, midget bowling? Is what they call it, or was that the Elite Pro Wrestling show? Um, one of those shows they did. God, they damn, did the that's show. A good question. One of those shows, folks. They did the show, and then after the show, they did midget bowling. With which, if you're not familiar. They grease up these dudes that are, you know, three foot tall, and they just slide them on the floor and hit pins. It's one of the most – it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So, really, we're kind of really selling this as a world-class main event and commentary, and I don't know if that's the right so thing to do weird, at man. this point. I think you can tell that Steve's starting to feel like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Look how crazy his hair has gotten already. It's fucking nuts. Oh, look at this. We got mm, – Fucking Mama Molly and douchebag Durag. This is so fucking silly. It's so silly. Who is, were one of these dudes like Steve's grade school teacher or something? Like, what, why are they yeah, there? I'm pretty sure the guy wearing the chaps was his uh, first grade teacher. I don't know what they called him, so I'm Get off his eyes! God, it's so, it's so ridiculous. God, man. 
You gotta love those socks of Dewey Wolfs, man. Like, those are definitely, like, knee highs that he just, like, let sag. <laughs> it's so funny. Man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus, trying to fucking kill him, dude. Remember, this is the Tokyo Dome. So oh, that's it. That's what you think it is, man. I sure if you talk to Stevie, he's probably said he's headlined Tokyo Dome like a number of times. I'm going to punch his motherfucker in the face. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. And I, and I, there's no apologies. I mean, it's just what it, it is, what it is. It's just Holy the most shit. ridiculous shit. All right. So the guy with the chaps, he actually looks like Roadhouse. He looks James like Prince. Roadhouse. Yeah. I noticed yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, is that fucking Roadhouse? I don't think it is, though. See, I think like Roadhouse not. at this point in time was doing the Giannis Crow gimmick. Remember that? I the do Polish remember power? that. Yeah. yeah, he yeah he wrestled a dark match at SWE and he looked like a fucking brick house, but he obviously had to had to have surgery or had some type of injury. Look how fucking ridiculous this is. This is ridiculous. He was fucking putting him in like an expert pretzel submission at a fucking backyard family show. Why? I'm pretty sure that's what he did with Mama Miley before. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What is happening? I really don't know. I can t I'll tell you right now. How, Steve how to kill a crowd one on one? That's basically what you have right here. I didn't see him do anything. See that again? This is if you go back to like that first show. This is similar to where it's like we're just gonna do what we want to do in the ring. And it's weird because Stardom always prided himself on. Oh my god! He totally kicked him right in the face. Yeah, he just murdered him. Prided himself on I don't know psychology, but I think as he started losing his mind a little bit. He also lost the ability to understand ring psychology because right now it's literally I just want to kick Livewire in the face and now I'll give him an arm bar. Apparently, yes. Well, it looks like uh, Dewey Wolf and Ryan Brown went to the same shock emporium. They got the up. Yeah, they got the same socks. Yeah, they got the same amazing. socks. It's pretty cool to actually see the evolution of Ryan Brown's hair over the time. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good point. You can kind of see how it's changed over the days. But... Um, it's just, like, I don't know, if you're sitting here watching a fest show and it's, like, I'm watching arm bars and butterfly stretches and Mama Molly choking this guy. Are you going to have a birthday show this year? I'm thinking about it. All right, cool, man. I'll invite all these guys back. We'll do a reunion show. Oh, my God. Let's hope not, man. You're going to book this match, like, eight years in the making. Are you guys watching this at this point, knowing that it's a two out of three falls and knowing that for sure they're each going to yes. take one fall and going, fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. They ba like Steve basically told us, brother, we're going now with a night. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking afternoon. We're going an hour. So Did he actually say that to you? Yeah, they're working this, like, first fall, legitly, like, a fucking half hour. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous, man. It's like, wh why? Well, it's a good thing that Counter's actually up on the screen right now, so we, we, we know we've only got two more minutes of this. Has Livewire gotten any offense in yet? I don't know if I've seen any. Has um, he? Kinda. He got some in the beginning, and I tell you the truth right now, Stardom is just wearing him out like a pair of shoes. Oh my gosh. And Livewire is probably loving it too. He's like, man, man, brother. I'm, I'm guessing somebody might see this. Somebody might see this show. That's how he talked, right? Somebody might see, somebody might see see this see this tape, and I might get a I might get an audition at TNA or something. Ultimate Power Source. <laughs> it sounds just like him. That's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, brother. You, you can hear the silence, man. It's concerned silence. They're worried about me. <laughs> All right, so this is where so the, real. this is where the match basically so turns real. right here. He's like, hey, brother, I'm, I'm about to fucking lose my mind. All right. So Starter gets whipped in the buckle. Livewire comes in with the Boom! smash. And at that point in time, that's where the trigger hits Steve. 
Steve at this point in time is freaking the fuck out in the corner. Um, if we had actually the footage on the floor, you can see that his eyeballs are kind of rolling in the back of his head. He suffers another concussion at some point within here. And you can kind of see him right now on the side of the screen over here. He's holding it in as tough as he can. Because, like, when Livewire came in with that splash, Probably he got nailed in the fucking him. stomach yeah. as well. So, so just keep, keep, yeah, keep, a, keep an eye on kind of where Steve's mouth is. Ta oh, there's – yeah, he just did something. Yeah. No, a little bit more. Just keep watching. <laughs> and there's your first fall, folks. Uh, oh, my God. The commentary is great. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, you don't necessarily expect anyone to vomit on their opponent and then splash him and get the three count for the uh, first fall. So, yeah, here's Stardom just puking his fucking brains out. Everyone is super concerned. I wish to God. Did we just cut it out at that point? Yeah, you did. Oh, fuck. We should just had, like, all the footage out. because like, What happened after that? The rest of this is really good. Uh, all right, so everyone gets in the ring, and they're really super fucking concerned about Steve. You know, uh, Chris Hansen, Sexy KC, he's got, like, an EMT. Yes, I might, you can tell in commentary if he's you like, can oh, hear it. He's like, oh, shit, not again. He's like, so yeah, he we got So he goes gotta... in there, and he's checking him for a concussion and stuff like that. Um, another guy who was actually on the show was Travis Lee. Yeah. You remember Travis Lee? Oh, my God. No, Jesse. So so as no. Chris is, like, using science and checking out Steve Sardom, Travis Lee's like, no. No, he did him. not. That won't help him. We need to pray for him. He did not do he that. He laid hands on Steve Sardom. No, in the he didn't. Ring. Stop. And Chris is like, fuck this shit. And he just walks away. No way did that happen. Yes, it did. And he prayed for him? He prayed for him. He wow. prayed the concussion away. That's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. You know what happened, actually? What? Steve Stardom actually lost, like, five, probably like five years of his life. Wow. Yeah. So that was the end of it. So it's an awkward ending to the show. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they never went to, you know, the two falls for a finish in this one. So they cheated us. Uh, they so we're still waiting on those final two falls. Yeah, almost So like Steve and Livewire, if you're watching this, we want those last two falls. You can do it right here in the Grapple Talk Please studio. Please don't do it here in the Grapple Talk studio. Um... <laughs> This was an interesting day altogether. Like, the Heat not getting paid. The crowd couldn't give two shits. Oliva, really nice town. Um, just really kind of creepy, though. Um, but, yeah, that's the weird thing about independent pro wrestling. It's like you just don't know where it's going to take you. I think you had an idea where this was going to take you. you just, yeah. yeah. I think you actually knew a little bit when you were driving there, like, you know what, this might not be the best decision. Yeah, you, you know, like, it, we were kind of sold that this was going to be a big thing for Steve, uh, for Pasta. Oh, it's a big block party. Everyone has a lot of fun, stuff like that. There was nothing about that show besides, like, us just, like, goofing off that was fun, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't even know what the people in Oliva thought about this. Oh, man, maybe we should get – we should – Hit the road, the camera, start knocking on some doors. We're like, do you remember the day that Steve Stardom died in the wrestling ring? I remember that day like it's the last day I always remember. I cannot believe, I still cannot believe that he threw up that much. Like, that's a lot of fucking puke. That, yeah. And the best part is that he was literally doing a frog, like, it's like, it couldn't have been better than that. It was like mid-frog splash, vomit. And, like, you know, at that point in time, we did not know he was chugging Gatorade all day. Oh, he was? Yeah, like, that is all red fucking Gatorade coming out. Oh, it is? Okay. And it's red as fuck, dude. Like, Did imagine, it... if you will, you see a dude flying through the air, and red shit starts, like, spewing out of his mouth. What's the first thing you think of? Did Livewire get puked on? Yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah. Look at the, the look of expression on Dewey Wolf's face, too, as he, like, he notices the vomit. And he's just like, God, I'm going to I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke, too, man. Oh, I don't shit. think the ending could have been any better. Like, it just perfectly summed up the whole day. 
Um, and I'm very happy that you guys Has are recording. Has there ever that. been awesome. a better finish in the history of us doing shows? I don't know. One? I really don't know. I mean, that's I some mean, Russell crap you, right there. You had back to back. You had yep. Prod- Prodigy getting pile driven on his head, and yeah. then you had. Think about that. You had yep. back-to-back shows where you just had to cut early because Steve Stardom was involved in the finish. Yeah, and I know. That that should have been like, you know, everyone at that point in time should have been like, yeah, maybe we should not have Steve in the main event anymore. And the motherfucker is still wrestling. Apparently, he's almost the, seven yeah, years he was the UIWA heavyweight champion. He was traveling to, like, Puerto Rico or some shit. I don't know what the he's whole gig was. He's traveling to China. He's yeah. traveling to China. He was going to fucking Antarctica where they have Antarctica Pro Wrestling. Oh, yeah, man. That's a really hot promotion. Yeah, it's really – yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it's well, hot. Or cold, depending on what your views are of weather. But yeah. uh, nonetheless, yeah, that does it for this week on Whew. Let's Watch Indie Wrestling. Next week, we have – again, we have a lot of episodes stockpiled. What are we going to do next, man? If you're watching this um, – and you have any suggestions? We've had some people come out of the woodworks a little bit that also want to, to jump on. If yeah. you want to jump on and you want to give us some stuff to watch, we will gladly do it. Just make sure it's mm-hmm. not copywritten so we get sued. Yeah. We don't want that to happen. Yeah, and, like, honestly, the shittier the better at this point yeah. in time. We've already had Red Lightning hit us up. Red Lightning has. Nathan Gust has hit Nathan us Gust up. Nathan Gust has hit us up. I can only imagine who's going to hit us up in the next, like, few few weeks here but uh to give you a glimpse of what we're gonna do i don't know that we have our schedule laid out yet because we have to because some of the guests that we're planning on having on Mm -hmm. might need to travel but we're gonna do um some swe stuff there's some gold there's some gold there oh yeah um we're gonna probably do the entire misfit manners sexy casey saga we still have hardcore Mm -hmm. hell beer camp coming up um what what are some what are some other ones uh red lightning had some old nfw shows that he wanted to go over that'd be some classic Um, shit right there i know nathan gust wants to do some of his old backyard stuff with him porn stash oh my TW3 god that would stuff be like awesome that. um he gave me a little primer he's like yeah this is the reason why we don't have shows back at this bar nice yeah. that's awesome um i know that we have some old phpw slash wpw intermingling shows where yeah, there's some we also weird have shit a going pro on. wrestling uh powerhouse pro wrestling show in prairie du chien with yes the ghost, the, ghost of of, du chien. the ghost of prairie du chien man that building's got a weird fucking history too man we've got a, we've got a lot of great stuff yeah. um including steve stardom beating the absolute shit out of Aaron sacrifice oh, uh which will be great to rewatch i guess that was a show ac riley says he remembers that i had to do commentary solo because you had to run floor cam yep. so that'll be awesome to, to catch up and relive that experience experience was that I don't like 09 or something like that it was a long time i don't remember it at all i oh, think it man. was i think it was one of the first years that we were doing it because i think the entire show i was calling a spade aces of spades <laughs> um and paul let me have it after that so um Fuck both of those guys so if you have any yeah. recommendations feel free to hit us up on the facebook page that's how mm-hmm. some people have already reached out to us otherwise yep. you know make sure you know i know this is cliche youtuber but make sure to hit that subscribe button give it a like too. give it a like too yeah. it helps us uh by you know making sure that we know that we're doing what's right i mean the views have been decent for the first couple of episodes yeah, I mean, we're, pushing looked, we're pushing wow, 100 we're pushing 100 on the first two wow, that's pretty um, good. which is pretty cool so yeah. you know just hit the like to make sure that we know that we're doing a good job and mm-hmm. then subscribe because you'll be notified when we drop these once a week i mean these are yeah. this is kind of the new format that we'll be doing for the foreseeable future i think and maybe we'll yeah we'll... i mean you know we can only talk about current pro wrestling as much as we could but i mean we got a backlog of like absolute dog shit yes we can watch yes and it's worth there, it. There is, it is definitely worth it to join us on this ride of mediocrity because <laughs> that's exactly what this is, folks. We are going to give you the worst of the worst from uh, the Midwest independent pro wrestling scene. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yep. 
for Jesse Von Rudin, I'm Nick Ragnar, and uh, for all the the creamy pussies, we will catch you guys. That was my favorite oh, story. Oh God damn! For, I don't know if I can say. I feel. I feel like my grandma's gonna watch this. This is awful. Oh man, um, man, we gotta. At some point in time, we should really. I don't even know if I have that Caledonia show because like we could talk about stardom trying to bane that chick. All that'd be night. awesome. So we will, <laughs> we will, we will catch you guys on that next week's episode of Let's Watch Indie Wrestling. Deuces.